Hey y'all, welcome to the Hey Dad, Can You Talk podcast. My name is Bailey Garner. I'm your host. And every other week we call my dad Toby. And we just have a real and raw and honest conversation about things that are going on in life, whether it's relationships, parenting, mental wellness. We talk about all of it. And we want to bring you along too, because you're not alone in your struggles. Lots of times these things aren't talked about and you might feel like you're the only one, but you're not. And so let's go ahead and do it. Let's call my dad. Hey, oh, sorry, B. I didn't hear your phone call. <laughs> Are you screening my calls now? Now? There's... Yeah, there'd be nothing new about that. Well, you know, I'm just, I want to make sure you're saving the battery for the 47 times you call your mother. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. How are you today? You I looks am... like you shaved or something. Well, are we really going to talk about this? Yes, we are. Also, you're in a different location. Everything's different about this today. I'm thrown okay. off a little bit. Why are you coming at me so hard from the beginning? Hey, this, hey, this, hey, this. Number one, <laughs> yes, I may have had a little shaving mishap. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, you did not know this. That's why I know what you're digging at. I may or may not have set my guard to a certain level and then forgot to put the guard back down and just hit it a little hard. Yes, that's A. B, you know what, B? I'm not going to be in a rut like you and be in a room with the bed just made up a minute ago so people would know. I like to move. I like the creativity of new places. Okay, so we can't even see it because your back, your screen's blurred. So you're not hey, really showing the creativity. Not everything's your business, me. I mean, <laughs> okay, I have to say real quick on the shaving situation. Um, at least you didn't do what Grant did the other week, which is he was trimming his eyebrows and he cut them so short that. that he looked like he had no eyebrows. It was so bad. And then it was even worse because we were at a basketball game and I was telling my friend Raven about the eyebrows and I guess Micah, our, our five-year-old overheard. And so then he said, to, <laughs> when we saw Grant later, he's like, dad, you have no eyebrows. And anyways, all that to say, I got called out because I, he heard me talking to Raven and kind of making fun of him. So that was bad. You cannot freehand your eyebrows. You gotta have, a, you gotta have the right time of electric uh piece of equipment that has the correct settings it was bad it was not good i was he looked so funny for a while anyways um <laughs> well it's great to see you um i have so we've been traveling recently and we were recently at a place in colorado called lighthouse church shout out mm -hmm. to all our lighthouse friends and we got to talk you did a parenting workshop there um which went really good by the way great job are you, are you saying this back. for are you saying this for my benefits because you think i'm so old i don't remember our, no our for the people this is setting up what we're going to talk about today okay because i have no idea what we're talking about but yes i, I did do a parenting workshop at lighthouse church come on lighthouse woo in mm -hmm. parker colorado it was yeah lots of fun it was so at the parenting session there were all there were parents who had kids of all ages from young to old. And at the end, I got to speak to one man who had a, who has a daughter who's around 20 and she struggles well, with, with some anxiety. And, and we got to talking and he was sharing with me that he felt like he, you know, he did some things wrong growing up and it was just, 
he was, you could tell he was feeling sad, but also hopeful from the things that you had shared, you know? Mm -hmm. And I told him that, you know, he's not done being a dad and that, um, you know, I've learned so much from you and mom since I've been an adult, because we can relate on a different level and that you don't stop impacting your kids just when they're in their young ages. And I know that you and I talk a lot about young kids because that's what I have, but I kind of wanted to talk today about um, how to cultivate a good relationship with your adult child, because, you know, I look forward and I look at the relationship we have, and I know like growing up years were definitely not perfect. Um, like what? And <laughs> yeah, not on me, but you know, I'm just kidding. Um, but we now have such a special relationship, you and me and mom, and even with Ross, um, my brother, y'all have a good relationship too. So what would you, let's talk about that today, because I know it's hard when seasons change and that's kind of a, um, topic we're going to talk about in March. Um, and so I thought this was, this was the perfect thing to chat about. Cause I know as a mom of young kids, I want to know how I can cultivate relationships to have a good one, you know, a healthy adult relationship with my kids. How can I work on that now? Um, but not only that as, as they grow up and get older, how we can continue that. So can you give us some wisdom in that area? Well, I, I saw that man as well. He had a godly yeah. haircut. <laughs> he had a beautiful head, just like me. Uh, and, I, you know, obviously, I feel strongly about this topic that you and I don't talk about very much on on this podcast. We don't really talk about it a lot in general, to be honest. If you guys out there think, oh, they have these deep talks. No, she's usually ripping me and, or I'm ripping her. But, uh, you know, I... I I think one of the greatest fears of every parent is that they're going to mess their child up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grant was a perfect example of this a few weeks ago when Gideon was being uh, Gideon in a rough time. And he, and y'all, it was kind of a day that it was you and him versus him, you and Grant versus Gideon. And Grant said, I just feel like a failure. And I told Grant that you don't take the credit when they when when it goes well, so you can't take all the blame when it goes poorly, right? Mm-hmm. But that was my thing with my first counselor. I was just so worried that I was going to mess you guys up. And uh, like what what you <laughs> excuse me, I'm still a little sick, baby. But what you have at 35, 34, 33 is not what you have at 13, 12, 11. It's not time for that relationship. You're learning. You learned how to parent a child. You're learning. And then the next step will be learning how to parent an adolescent, which is going to be a whole lot of fun. And, but after that, then you learn how, how to parent uh, a young adult that's still that you're still in some level financially and whatever we're responsible for. And that's a, that's a tightrope act. Mm-hmm. And then you learn how to parent your independent adult children. Right. So like every phase builds on the phase before, but every phase has unique opportunities and challenges. And so I hear people sometimes say, you know, I just want to be a better friend with my 15 year old. Well, your 15 year old thinks you're an idiot. I was having this conversation today with a lady who just said, man, he thinks I don't, you know, he's taught me what it's like to have the, to not have any belief in in the person that created him. You know, God must really laugh kind of thing. And I said, you know, what your child is doing is 
they're they're asserting their independence. It's happening too soon, and it's not happening in a healthy way. But the worst thing that could happen is your child to never assert any independence and want to be dependent on you like he was when he was ten. Mm-hmm. And I think she understood. It's like, hey, this is a natural part of that process. I say all mm-hmm. that to say you're not going to get it right in any of those stages. Mm-hmm. There's no perfect parent that ever worked walked the planet, unless you know. I mean. Mary was, I guess, the one that was the closest that we know of. And, you know, she didn't, you know, she, she got a baby from God. So let's just take her out of that equation. <laughs> and say, <laughs> and say, quote man, that. Not, do what? Quote that. Quote yeah. that. She got a baby from God. She got, I say, she got a baby from God. You got one from your daddy. But the thing is, you're going to make mistakes. And there will be a time that Gideon, Micah, Esther, if, you know, she's not living with honey, if honey hadn't kicked us all out and she and Esther have gotten a condo somewhere. True. But it's like, they are, here's what they're going to realize. Here's what I think you realize, maybe at a, at a subconscious level. I was led to this realization by a counselor. Your mom, your dad is going to give you, they're going to give you the very best they can, and it's not going to be enough. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. They because their parents, my dad did the very best he could with what he had, and it wasn't enough. But why? Because his dad had only hugged him twice in his entire life. Mm. And so there's this this phase. So I'm talking about that section first, right? The, where you started. Mm-hmm. Like, I know some really good parents who have who have done all the quote air quote. If you're not watching this or you're just listening, right things, and their kids have become a train wreck. Mm-hmm. They don't like their parents. And then I know some parents who were like terrible parents mm-hmm. and put everything in front of the, uh, raising their kids. And as adults, they're tired and, you know, tired and not. And so mm-hmm. God's got to be God in this thing. And you have, you cannot live with a fear that you're going to mess your child up. You got to live with an awareness that your child is going to become what they see, not what you say. That that's the big thing. And so it goes back to, I know I sound like a broken record, especially to you, mm-hmm. but it goes back to the study that says the, the greatest gift you can give your child is a healthy you. And then when they see you work living in a healthy way, at some time they will come to that and be drawn to that. Mm-hmm. So all of that, let me say that first. Can we talk about that first? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now can we talk about this whole thing about, friendship with your adult children mm-hmm. like now that you've heard this background ask me that question again as specifically as you'd like to about developing a friendship with your adult child okay how would you tell someone who wants to have a great relationship with their adult kid um how can they prepare for that mm-hmm. as they're growing up and then how can they foster that if as they're getting older well, you prepare by by seeing others that you want to emulate or model, mm-hmm. and you ask those people questions. I texted three guys today, two of which everyone who's listening to this podcast would know that their names. I'm not going to name drop, but they're people who I would consider friends. They would consider me friends and said, I need some wisdom and some advice in this area of my life. I'll try to keep it to 15 minutes. Let me know when you have some time. Mm-hmm. Why? 
because I see something in them that I want in my life. And so I'm asking for the gift of 15 minutes Mm -hmm. to ask them some questions. And so if there's someone in your friend circle, if there's someone in your small group at your church that you go, man, that guy seemed, or that gal, they sure seem to be having a good relationship with their parents. Why don't you take them aside and ask them if they do, and then call their parents, ask for their number. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to raise my kids. So I would say find role models. Once they begin to get to that age, I think what took me a little while to come to was this is a whole different skill set that you, that nobody knows until they get there. And so Mm -hmm. admitting to your child, Hey, I don't know how to be the parent of a child who doesn't love under my roof and I'm not responsible for anymore. And so what I'm going to do is go back to what I know. When Grant asked me if he could marry you at that, what was it? (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Denton. It was one of my favorite times ever. I was hurting for him. He's trying so hard to get it out, but he's nervous. (laughs) And after I told him, yes, I said, under one condition. And he said, what's that? And I said, I need you to teach me how to be a Mm father-in-law. I know how to be a dad, but I have no clue. And so what I'll go back to is being a dad. And the last thing I want is you resenting me because I'm parenting Bailey like she's still mine and she's not. She's yours. Mm-hmm. And we struck a deal that day. And I, he, I said, man, if I ever overstep, if I ever put, I want you to tell me. Mm-hmm. And, and we made that agreement. And I think that principle with your child is like, man, B, I want to be like friends with you. Mm-hmm. I want us to have a the kind of relationship I have with other friends, adult friends, but we got to talk about how we do it. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is you're going to say, well, here's some things that I'd like to see happen. And 95% of them I'm going to have to do, even mm-hmm. if it seems unnatural to me. And there's a couple that you're going to want me to know, Bailey, I'm not going to send you a hundred dollars every month. I don't do this to any other friend yeah, or whatever, you know, <laughs> uh, but you have to have that conversation. And then, you know, it's funny that you, I had no clue we we're going to talk about this, but I was thinking today, you know, and you know this, that like my TikTok account is built on my advice to parents of adult kids. I, I didn't even mm-hmm. mean to do it. I was just, here's something, hey, you parents of adults, kids, here's something for you to remember. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I talk about that you've been a coach all of these years. Hey, do this, run this play, do this. And now you become a consultant. And when you try to coach, when it's time to be a consultant, it won't work. Mm -hmm. And so what do I teach about that? One thing is, hey, you do not have to say everything you're thinking. Mm -hmm. Like that's something that's helped our relationship, I think. I Mm -hmm. don't tell you every time I wouldn't do with my kids what you're doing with yours. Why? That's what a coach does, not a consultant. You haven't asked me that question. I don't have to tell you everything I'm thinking and I don't have to be right with you because friends don't always have to be right. Mm -hmm. If there's something you're doing that I think is heading you down a path that I have been down has caused me pain. I call it dumb tax. Mm -hmm. And as your consultant, I need to say to you, Hey, you know, I'm being careful about this. And, but I can't own whether you do it or not. Mm -hmm. Well, you're also good about saying, do you want my opinion or not? And you ask first instead of just giving it which I think is helpful for, for me, but especially Grant, you know, because for me, I'm used to getting your opinion, but for him, it's like a respect thing, which I think is cool. Yeah. And 
sometimes I've said that to you because you really didn't want my opinion. You just wanted me to agree with what you already said. And so, okay, then just tell me that and then mm-hmm. we'll save a lot of energy. <laughs> but, you know, I, as, you know, a year ago, I stepped out of my role as the lead pastor mm-hmm. and, and moved into this, this role of, as a legacy pastor. And one of my spiritual sons, I consider him a spiritual son who took over, is I closed the door and said, hey, Josiah, here's our deal. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think about decisions you're making, and then I'm going to walk out this door and never think about it again and love you no matter what you decide. Mm-hmm. And so I don't own the results anymore. That's what that's how you parent adult kids is you can't own the results. You can tell them if they ask you what they're think what you're thinking as a consultant. But you can't own whether or not they take your advice, whether it's financial advice or any other kind of advice. Like your job is when they ask you, tell them. And when they don't, take your advice. You let it go. And it doesn't affect your relationship. And I think if there's one thing I think I've gotten better at through the years because I value our friendship, it's that. It's like, man, Mm -hmm. I love you. I want the best for you. But, you know, but I'm I'm not going to own any decisions that you're making unless they're going to cause severe harm to somebody that I love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When do you feel like it changes, like, to your kid being adult? Like, I feel like it would be hard to know when you turn from a coach to a consultant. Well, for me, it's easy. It's very simplistic, but it's when you're off my payroll. Mm -hmm. Like. What I, I remember this time, hey guys, y'all want to hear a funny story? <laughs> Bailey is a freshman at Oklahoma State. She is exerting her independence. She likes to call us at 1130 at night until mm-hmm. she decided to go to Tulsa. I think partly because she knew she could do whatever she wanted to. And by the way, I've used that with 15 people. I remember a lady you know named Sydney, and she was so struggling with Maddie and some stuff. I go, hey, like, Bailey called me at 1.30 or 11.30 mm. at night from Tulsa, and I realized that's not my job anymore. That's not mm-hmm. your job, Sid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it, but when, but you're like, you're a freshman, and you call me and tell me you're dropping a class. And I said, no, you're not. <laughs> and you said, Dad, I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want to. And you remember what I said to you? <laughs> Bailey, as long as I'm paying for it, I have a say in it. And you said, and if it, I got a, if I got a C, I was coming home. And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> no, what I said was, if your GPA became below, went below a certain level, that we were not going to fund mediocrity. <laughs> and, but see, to you, like, that sounds old school dad, right? Mm-hmm. But to me, it was more a thing of, hey, man, if you work for somebody, if, if, if you're, if whoever your boss is that is, in, that is paying you a living for what you're doing, then he's an authority in your life and you're going to have to do what he says to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to have all this freedom and all of these resources that I'm providing and give you the idea that you can do whatever you want to do. Cause you're going to do that when employer one day you get fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's still the preparation stage, but listen, baby, I ain't prepping you for nothing anymore. Mm-hmm. That's not my job to prep you for anything. My job mm-hmm. is to help you on the journey, but not get you ready because you're on that journey now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about if your adult child's struggling? You know, like, I'm sure as a parent, you want to swoop in and protect them or or take care of them. 
Um, but how do you, how do you personally like decipher that, you know, like how to take care of your adult child when they are an adult, but they need some help, um, like with their mental wellness or whatever, like, how would you give, tell someone to support their adult child? I would say, be the friend that you would need if you were struggling. Mm. You know, if I had a friend whose name was not Garner or Slough, and they were struggling mm-hmm. with their mental health, I I would try to be, uh, I'd try to be what they need the most, which is an ear, not a mouth. That's what I teach everyone. So I'm going to listen. When they ask, I'm, I'm going to push them to go see a professional if, if I, See, this is above my pay grade. This is not something I can walk through with them. And if they don't have the money to go, I'm going to help pay for, help pay for it because I, I care about them as my friend enough that I, they're going to they're going to own part of that because free comes with no commitment. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to help make sure that happens. Well, mm-hmm. that's what I would do with a friend. I have done with friends, so that's what I would do with you. Mm-hmm. And what I could do for you and Ross, what I could do for you in those early days, that. Uh, I knew was 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 a gift from the Lord for me was I could open doors that you guys couldn't open because I had friends and ministry mm-hmm. places I knew. And when you struggled, I called a pastor friend that day and we got you in very quickly, mm-hmm. which wouldn't happen for most. That was what, you know, your dad could do. But as a friend, I had to let you walk it out. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. Me and your, me and your mom want to rescue you guys a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to. You know, when you're struggling financially, we want to, you know, take care of it. And, Mm -hmm. but that's, that's, you know, I don't, we don't think that's a healthy way. At some point that could affect our relationship in a negative Mm -hmm. way. And so we Mm -hmm. try not to do that. Although both of you and Grant and uh, Michelle Ross know that if you ever got in financial difficulty at the point you weren't sure what to do, that I would want to help you get out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to be that ultimate safety net to help you, not to fund your uh, poor decision making, but to help you when the unexpected comes. Mm-hmm. That's what friends do, man. I just want to treat my kids like they're my friends. Mm-hmm. That's good. So you're saying that uh, right now with me having little kids, it's just a different season and there's not a lot I can do as far as setting us up to have a good adult relationship. I just got to focus on this season and being the coach. Yeah. You just got to be a really good coach and you have to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times have we talked about this on this podcast and around this country, like in an, in an age appropriate way, they need to understand that you you're fighting some of the same battles. They are, you want to make God the hero, not you the hero, but that vulnerability and authenticity about Hey, I know what it's like. That's a fight for me sometimes too. And I have to ask God to help me. And here's how he helps me. Mm-hmm. Let's do that together. That's a building block for a friendship mm-hmm. one day. I mean, mm-hmm. Think about what makes a good friend to you. What The number one thing you would say, if we had thought about this ahead of time and filled out a questionnaire, you would say, well, it's they're, they're authentic with me. They're not fake. I know what's yep. going on with them. Yeah. Right? For so, sure. so this is the age to start building some authenticity at an age appropriate level. And then when they become teenagers, then you want them to help them understand that like when they say things to you that they shouldn't say, it hurts your feelings. Not to make them feel bad, 
but the, that's part of getting ready to be a friend, right? Like you're mm-hmm. not going to continually hang around somebody who treats you like crap and treats everybody else great. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to be a close friend. So you want to say, hey, man, there's some, like, I'm not going to spank you. I'm shaming you. But like, I'm getting in the car and driving around for a while. You remember this? Where you go, dad? I drove around. Why? Well, because what you said hurt my feelings and I didn't want to stay here. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't to make you feel bad. It was like, we're at that stage. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. It's funny you say that because the other day, Gideon, we talked about on this podcast as well, is a perfectionist. And I've struggled with that. And I remember talking to you about like, how do I teach him? I think it was on the last one, maybe not to be that way. Or mm-hmm. how can I? And so you've said over and over to be authentic. So we were talking about that the other day with, I think his grades or something. And I told him, I said, you know, just like you want to be perfect. I want to be perfect too. You know, I want to be the perfect mom and I'm, you know, and I'm, I worry that I'm not, he's like, you worry that you're, what do you mean? I was like, well, I just worry. I'm not a good mom. I want to be the best mom for you. And he was like, mom, you do the best that you can. He was so cute. He's like, you're a great mom. But it was like, you know, to relate, he was so dumbfounded that like, I worry that I'm not a good mom, you know? And it was really sweet to see because I think it helps them relate number one, but also not put us on a pedestal of thinking we're perfect, you know? And I think that will help down the line as well. Like, Hey, my mom, you know, whatever. I think so. I I took your advice and it it went over well. So thank you. <laughs> I was a good consultant. What you're saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and the thing is, it's like what what you're building there is you're building some vulnerability in mm-hmm. that comes that that check gets cashed not when he's sixteen because at that point he's going to lie like a rug, you know. But uh, yeah. But when they're 18, 19, and 20, and the fear most parents have is if I show my imperfections, it's going to give my children a license to make bad mistakes. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. It actually draws you closer. Yeah. And puts you away. You know, my very best friend on the planet, Big John, you know him. Yep. Go for dinner last night. His wife's out of town. He came to eat dinner with us. Mm-hmm. I just gave this big old hug on the way out. And I just thought, hey, man. There's nobody on this planet who believes in me more than him. And there's nobody, there's nothing I could do to ever make him stop loving me. Mm-hmm. So if you make sure whatever age you are saying to your child, there's nothing you can do that would ever make me stop loving you. And there's nobody on this planet believes in you more than I believe in you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's preparation for mm. an unbelievable friendship, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's good. Well, thank you for for the, all those little bites of wisdom, you have any last words before we close out that you want somebody to take away from our episode? Yeah, I've been talking a lot in our in some of these coaching calls, you know, since we've launched Go Be Coaching, mm-hmm. where I'm doing some individualized coaching with parents that who, are, who have kids who are struggling. And one of the things I think I've said to almost all of them has been, well, let's begin with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what, let's paint a picture of what it could be like, and then let's build a plan backwards from that. And man, I hope what you and me are far from perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not you and your mom, because uh, <laughs> you know you like her better. But it's okay. she likes you. But she likes you better raw, so it all works out. But uh, but you know, I hope this is a picture, man. What can be like? Hey, I mm-hmm. want that kind. Well. Uh, it took a while 
And Mm -hmm. so like begin with the end in mind, Mm -hmm. wherever you are on the journey. And I tell you this, if your kid knows, no matter how much they drive you crazy, freaking bananas, are you driving them crazy? As a parent, as long, if they know, my daughter never wondered if I loved her and believed in her, and she knew there was nothing that could ever make me stop loving her because I grew up thinking my dad was not going to love me if I messed up. So I was mm-hmm. not giving that to Bailey. Mm-hmm. And begin with that end in mind. That's good. Thanks, and then, yeah, I mean, like the free would be like post every day on Instagram that you're getting dressed because I am. Are y'all not just <laughs> mesmerized by the fact that Bailey is getting dressed? I think in March she's going to breathe every day and let everybody know I took a breath. Okay, I do not like you right now. I it's haven't funny. done one of those in a while, so you've missed them. It's good to know. <laughs> mm, it's a, you've you've quit unless you're on a podcast getting you know you do everything else in your slippers and robe or something no i actually have a dress i just haven't filmed it so you look very pretty today thanks i appreciate that dad <laughs> this you, is why yeah. I, I couldn't reschedule the podcast today because i actually got dressed yeah me too i was having an awesome hair day and so i'm glad you were able to do it <laughs> well i love you thanks for chatting with me today you are the very best and hey man you are a, like i am so glad to be your dad <laughs> thank you and I'm so glad you're my daughter. I love you, baby girl. I love you. I'm lucky to have you. I'm, ha- I'm lucky to be your daughter. Mm-mm. Love you. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye.